Uncut jams. <laughs> Uncut jams. Uncut jams. Have you heard all those yet? I hope people know what you're talking about. Oh my yes. gosh. If you're not on the TikToks, y'all. Uncut jams. It just gets in your head and then, then you get super annoyed really quickly. By the way, I would like to point out that you've slowly become a TikTok user oh because every now and then now, now you're sending me TikToks and that's yeah. how I know you've been converted. Oh, I'm totally converted. Um, I mean, I've never made a TikTok. I just yes. like, it's just the same as like um, Facebook, right? I'm just sending videos. Yes. Usually pet videos. Um, and it's like usually between me and my brother and my best friend, John, and you and Doug. <laughs> like, that's it. We're all like sending stuff together. That's yes. like my group. Those are yes. the only people that I send stuff to. And oh, and Amanda <laughs> too. My sister-in-law, Amanda, she does it too. We mainly send reels through Instagram, but. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I okay. find I am most likely to send something to you if it's dog related or obviously yeah. Disney related. Or obviously Disney, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, but that one, it's been making me laugh because of all the different pe- things that people are doing yes. with the Uncatcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can just Google TikTok Uncut Gems and oh, yeah. it'll, I'm sure it'll pop up. A for treasure you. trove of delight. Yes. But um, even more interesting, I was perusing through Instagram, as one okay. does, and I found this Disney account and I was like, oh, I have to share this on the podcast. So it's called Find fine dining mouse co have you have okay. you heard of this no they make like these beautiful covers that go over the trash cans at disney for you to have your meals oh like my fancy God. fancy meals yes and their picture is like it's like the checkerboard like the gingham uh print basically where and they have like you know like a glass of wine and like a candlestick yes. and so they sew these like fancy covers that you throw over trash cans so you can have a fancy meal at disney oh my and God. i think this is incredible so head over to fine dining mouse co they're not a sponsor i just found no, them yeah they have an etsy shop i just thought this was hilarious this is tablecloths for the most magical trash cans on earth <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh did you see the one of all the the like the disney pets there's on this there's stitch uh lady and the tramp pluto and the fox and the hound not the fox because that's not a pet but interesting yeah so this is actually I, really funny. Wait, I feel like I feel this like is I... going to be a, a new thing for me. I was like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to start finding, because I also found some really cute earrings from another account that I was like, oh, I want to share this account because they just make really cute stuff. So yeah. And they have little pockets on the side. Y'all, I'm like, they've thought of everything. They have little pockets on the side. Obviously these are like a must for Epcot, like any of the festivals because of all the food and stuff. Um, But they have some, some cute things. I love this one. This one mean, this is toast to the peasants without tablecloths. <laughs> So you're welcome, world. Go check them out. Go ahead. We are all better now for knowing about Fine, Disney, fine Dining fine Mouse Dining. Co. Fine Dining. That's right. Fine Dining Mouse Co. I mean, they oh even have like a Santa one that has little balls on the end. <laughs> it's just they're super cute. So uh, a quick shout out since we're doing shout outs to Christy and her mom, both listeners yes. who I had the pleasure of meeting up with. And you may remember we talked about, I believe it was on our uh, go-to budget meals in Epcot episode yeah. about different barbecue sauces. Yes. Because, you know, Regal Eagle was one of my locations. Yeah. yeah. So she very nicely brought some barbecue sauce from home because she's <gasps> she from did. Alabama. Love that. Yes. So have you I tried have it? Some, well, no, I had it yesterday. Like I got okay. it yesterday. I haven't, I haven't made any brisket yet. So hold, hold on. <laughs> but, Get your um, smoker out, Greg. <laughs> yes. Um, Full Moon Barbecue, I believe was the name of it. And uh, it's imported, so I have to try it out. Mm, sounds fancy. Um, imported all the way from Alabama, and uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to try it out. I wonder how many people bring their own barbecue sauce when they travel to Disney. That would be a fun. Thing I bet to know. you people do. 
I bet oh, you people that's what do. I'm saying. I'm I'm not I'm not saying how many. I'm not saying I bet people do. I'm saying how many people do. <laughs> and all the other things that they like from home, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say I know people who travel with their own toilet paper. Okay, speak one last shout out. <laughs> and related. their name is Greg. <laughs> no, not me. Um, one last shout out related thing. So we were talking last week on our episode about how the mouse list hit their 100k followers yeah. on Instagram, which is really cool. And a little bit of backstory on how they crossed the finish line. Because I um, listen to a radio show based out of New York. So you may remember, I'm sure I've mentioned, I'm originally from New York. My wife and I moved here four years ago now. And I still listen. And they they basically like rerun their episodes uh, every day as a podcast, right? It's actually the only podcast I really listen to um, other than the one that we make, which usually surprises people because, you know, we do a podcast. But Mm -hmm. I just... I just don't listen. I especially don't listen, I don't know about you, to other Disney podcasts because I really, really, really don't want to be focused on what other Disney podcasts are doing. Yeah. I want them all to succeed, yeah. but I don't I don't want like to cloud my mind with what other people do. I want, I'd rather focus on what we're doing. So that's just my personal thing. But um, so I'm, I'm doing my normal listening to the radio show based out of New York. And they have a segment where they, um, where one of the, the people who work there brings up sound clips every day from like usually the internet, right? Um, and TikTok. And then sure enough, they're like, oh, we have this TikTok from the mouselets. And I was like, what? <gasps> like, my, my world's colliding. And like, yeah. they have about 10 million listeners, right? So it's like a big deal. And I was like, what? And I didn't know that they, I don't know if they knew that it was on that specific one. So I screen recorded it and sent it to them. I was like, guys, you don't even know. Like, this is a big deal. Like, I've been listening. And this radio show, I like, big fan, been listening for years. I've actually had the pleasure of going up into their studio where they record. And um, and meeting most of the of the uh, of the cast, if you will, um, some of them were not there that day. But uh, so like big fan. So my mm-hmm. world's colliding was a, a wild moment for old Greg here. I'm um, old Greg. Yes, and if anyone else out there is a fan of Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, let me know. We'll chat. We'll chat about oh, it. But I love that um, you got really close to your microphone and did that. Thank you, Elvis Duran yes. in the Morning Show. See one hundred. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, I have, a, I have a, a shirt signed by Mr. Elvis Duran himself <gasps> that he misspelt Nicole's name, but that's all that matters Yikes. is that we have it anyway. Uh, so again, congrats to the mouselets and it was very weird. Yeah, I was looking now. They're already at 101k. So they're, st- oh, you know, they're God. just moving on up in the world. My goodness. Um, so we did some Disney things obviously over the past couple of days and sometimes my Disney things, as you know, if you follow me on Instagram at the Disney Greg is <laughs> when I run around, right? I've been, I've been doing 10 K's. Uh, at different um, resorts, you've when also possible. been loving that Disneyland shirt that you got—the pink one. Oh yeah, it's got like a—I don't even know how would you describe it. Almost like a Hawaiian look to it. Yeah, I've been seeing um, it. I've been seeing it a lot lately. Yes, they do have a Disney World version of oh. it, but I have the Disneyland. So mm, thank you fancy. for bringing up Disneyland because that's where I'm going with this. Okay, so, okay. While I was running around the Hourglass Lake, which is the body of water in between Art of Animation and Pop Century, or more affectionately called Poop Century and Fart of Animation. <laughs> Um, I'm usually listening to like Disney soundtracks while I'm running, right? Like the fireworks shows, audio and stuff. But one that came up was Disneyland Forever, which was the fireworks show that they put on over in Disneyland for their 60th anniversary. Mm. And you and I have talked about um, what the Disney Enchantment show is currently. And it was um, started alongside the kickoff of the 50th, 50th anniversary of Disney World. And we were like, how is it that like Walt isn't in it at all, yeah. right? Like there's no like tribute to Walt or like even Mickey Mouse or just like mm-hmm. something that like is kind of bringing all of the last 50 years together. 
for Disney World. So as I'm listening to this Disneyland Forever soundtrack, I'm triggered because this is what they did oh, in their 60th anniversary of Disneyland. So this is like at the beginning of their of their show. Just imagine if you were standing right here over 60 years ago, you'd be standing in the middle of an orange grove. One visionary man stood right where you are now, but instead of orange trees, he envisioned a magic kingdom. This man's name was Walt Disney, and his dream would be called Disneyland. It has been said that as long as there is imagination left in the world, Disneyland will never be complete. How, how did we not get that? I what, mean, my what my the whole heck body as goosebumps, like yeah. full body chills here in, in the best way possible. Super yeah. good. Yeah. Also, I'm like, that's what we were looking for, everyone. Yes. Uh, and I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to like harp on the, cause I think ultimately when I'm, when I'm, I think my new role in life is to talk about how, how Disneyland in my mind is better, but it's really not a fair comparison. It's just different. It's just the I, first. It was the first. Yeah. You'll never forget your first. And, um. <laughs> but I feel like they should have done something like that for the 50th and then uh, like, and then yes. gone to Enchanted when the 50th was yes. over. I'd be like, like that. I get it. Yes. But. Ah, trust me crazy. I love the but, um like the echo of the sound too because it makes you, it's like the sound when you're standing in there, like how it echoes yes. kind of throughout. Oh, and they so could have good. used the exact same thing, but just changed literally uh, Disneyland to Disney World. There was orange groves here. Yeah, too, I was right? like, it was also an orange grove. And yeah. like Walt also, like same thing, Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney. Like yeah, yeah he wasn't I know there he wasn't for the here when it yeah. was open. But like but it was his vision. Yes. Oh, you man. could even say it was a bigger vision, right? Because it was yeah. a lot more land, a lot more involved and whatnot. Anyway, um, our big topic today is some go-to budget meals in Hollywood studios. But if I may talk about another meal that I had that is not in Hollywood studios, because I know I talk about this a lot, but I would like to let you know I'm here to report that the chicken and brie sandwich at the Gasparilla Island Grill at the Grand Floridian is still just as bomb as it was the last time I had it and the time before that and the time before that. Please don't sleep on this. It is so, so, so good. No, don't get me wrong. You know, I wouldn't stay at the Grand Floridian just to have a chicken and brie sandwich, but nor would I Uber over there. But if you're at the Magic Kingdom and you're looking for a break away from yeah. the park in the middle of the day, definitely monorail over. Um, one, because it's like nice. It's a quick service place, mm-hmm. right? It's the quick service place at Grand Floridian. Um, so it's not like super expensive, but it's a nice quick service. Like yeah. I, it's nice in there. And um, their house-made chips are excellent. I will tell you, you can mobile order. I would... Very highly recommend it. We were not able to do it because with Nicole's food allergy, although they they added the food allergy options, um, there's no way to substitute out the French fries for the house-made chips oh. because the house-made chips are excellent. And yeah. even though we ordered it in person and asked for fry for uh, house-made chips, they still gave her fries. So we had to go back up. So we got chips and fries. You're like, also, um, the fries touched my sandwich, so I'm going to need another sandwich. <laughs> Uncut gems. <laughs> um, however, something else that's over there that is unique for the 50th anniversary is their 50th anniversary Mickey iridescent cupcake, okay. which you know I'm like all about you these types the of desserts, mm-hmm. especially if it's unique for the 50th because it's not something you can get for the other non-18 yeah. months of the celebration. But it's a vanilla cupcake filled with lemon curd topped with blueberry mousse and robed mm. in iridescent And robed, glaze. that was a good word. And it was 100% a dud. It was really oh. just not good, guys. Womp, and I, womp. I, I, oh, not great. Um, also, the, the top was not iridescent. It was a it was the Wish version of the cupcake because mm. they show you the photo of it and the thing. And I got it. I was like, this is not what I want. And it just it just wasn't good. Yeah. And it's like the third time I've gotten a not great cupcake from the Gasparilla Island Grill. 
So I would say don't don't go for the dessert, but in my personal experience, however, that chicken brie sandwich, just excellent, excellent. Who excellent. doesn't love a good brie? Ooh. Anyways, well, spe- it's, it's the chicken, it's ham, it's a raspberry sauce, yeah. and brie cheese, and some other like cheese sauce on there. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Uh, you said something earlier that reminded me. Uh, when you said farts and poop, it reminded me of this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, so we needed yes. we needed to have needed to have a little moment because if you don't watch the show, uh, this week's episode was made for Greg. Um, what did you think? Well, um, without getting too far into it, because I'm sure I don't necessarily know if everyone's caught up. Yeah, but no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. But they they did a little. They they relied heavily on gastric disturbance humor this yes. week. A little, a little. So <laughs> it was great. So I and mean, we didn't know it was coming. That was probably the, right. the best they part. Right. So they didn't even. The best the part was that the yeah. contestants didn't even know that it was going to be in there. So I think that made for a really good show. But anyways, oh my God. super we good. Were, LOLing at every individual yeah. fart sound, as you might imagine. <laughs> so good. All right. Okay. Let's talk about Hollywood Studios. So we've done Magic Kingdom. That the price is right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we needed some kind of segue there. Anyways. Maybe fantastic. I could keep going. Yeah, but we all know you could keep going. So we've said it before, and we'll say it again. When we talk about budget meals, we're using $15 as the threshold, as our maximum for budget, because things tend to be a little pricey at Disney World. So um, that's what we're talking about here. That's our our high price, our highest price for our meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, a.k.a. not my MGM Studios. Yes. Not my MGM. (laughs) <laughs> yes star wars studios hashtag star wars studios anyways uh let's start with breakfast you want to go first sure believe it or not not gonna be talking about starbucks here even though i believe Me i neither. went to starbucks in in magic and um the other one mm-hmm. or no in magic kingdom i went to the little cart um westward ho if you will yes and uh and drag, was your starbucks, drag name <laughs> absolutely yes every time i head west i'm the westward ho <laughs> so uh here at hollywood studios i'm gonna take us to a galaxy far far away over to ronto roasters Ooh. which did you know served breakfast yes so they have their ronto morning wrap it is eggs grilled pork sausage shredded cheddar and peppercorn sauce mm. and a pita bread it is twelve forty nine plus tax. So basically, it's a Ronto wrap that they put some eggs in. Yeah. But hey, That's there's some protein, protein in there. Yeah. Added protein. And uh, I will say, just as a as a alternate for you at this location, if grilled pork sausage is not your thing, or maybe that entire thing I mentioned sounds like it's too much, um, they do also serve overnight oats here, which I know is a little bit more trendy. And uh, it's oats, dragon fruit, yogurt, and seasonal fruit, and it's about half that price. So it's six and change for that. So just a heads up if you're if you're going there with the fam, and the Ronto roaster doesn't sound like something you want, they do also have overnight oats there, and they also have other wraps like the ones they would serve for lunch, but it's, they're yeah. not really breakfasty. Yeah, and you need uh, you need your protein for that long day of walking and doing all the things. Yes, exactly. I am doing breakfast over at. Not Starbucks as well. Uh, I'm going hmm. over to Woody's Lunchbox. Okay. They have the hearty, uh, the breakfast bowl. I think the breakfast bowl is delicious. It is a hearty portion of potato barrels, a.k.a. give me some of your tots, uh, smothered in smoked brisket, country gravy, scrambled eggs, and a sprinkling of green onions. Mm. And uh, it's delicious and also like very filling. So might be something that's a little much for you. But if you like some good breakfast, um, I highly recommend it. It is only eight seventy nine. So I think it's a good portion of food for like under $9 there. Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, that sounds good. I haven't had that breakfast bowl there, but as you're describing, I was like, oh, I guess mm-hmm. I can. They have a couple things that. that are pretty good. They're like they don't have a a very large menu, but some. I mean, I th- I think you can put anything on tater tots, and it would be amazing. I mean, as always, I recommend you know getting you a Starbucks latte if you want, or a Jeff uh, Joffrey's if that's your thing. Get you a Joffrey's as well, but for some food stuff. Yeah. You know, you can always Sorry. get the same food items in any Starbucks. So. As are other the other parks that we mentioned, and I would say, um, you know, listening like listing out some of the prices for stuff, I would say you can get a lot of budget friendly meals in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it really isn't like under budget. Um, too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, let's talk about lunch because I think we might be in the same place for lunch, have, ordering yeah. two two different dishes. Yep. So we're gonna head over to the ABC Commissary, which has had a bit of a resurgence in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, it was your your typical theme park food. I feel like they had hot dogs, you know, burgers and tenders. And don't get me wrong, I think they still serve chicken tenders over there. Yeah. But um, they've redone it a little bit. The TVs are gone, which actually is kind of a bummer because you know the whole point of the commissary is supposed to be like the place where the actors and the crew would right. go eat when they weren't filming, right? So um, they used to have TVs all around where they would show clips from America's Funniest Videos and other shows that were on ABC, I'm sure, like Dancing with the Stars and those types of things. Mm-hmm. Those are gone. But a bit of a bummer because, like, we would actually kind of watch it. There's no sound or anything, but, like, we would still, like, try to – because yeah. you can watch a video from America's Funniest Videos and, like, still get it. You don't always need sound. Well, you can still get a little bit of that because it's just people watching. So it's a little that bit of America's true. Funniest Videos in there. Yes. So I do think they, like, spruced it up a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's nicer in there one way or another. But um, – the meal that I get, my go-to dish over here at the ABC Commissary is the Chicken Club Sandwich, which I think I talked about either the last episode or the before that. Probably. That I got recently, but it is the chicken breast, bacon, avocado ranch, lettuce, tomato on a brioche bun. Mm-hmm. And always the brioche bun is the touch that I want, right? Even though it's like a semi-brioche bun, it's still better than the regular plain old bread uh hamburger bun type situation it does come with a side the sides include steak fries rice or apples and i wanted to make sure i mentioned that they're steak fries because not every quick service location in fact most quick service locations do not offer steak fries it's the normal kind of thinner pork fries mm, so if you're yeah. a fan of french fries but you're tired of the um not pork as potato version uh, the steak fries obviously much more potato the uh, chicken club sandwich is twelve forty nine plus tax, and I do feel like it's a filling dish. Yeah. And if it's okay with you, I would like to give an honorable mention Ooh, that I don't ahead. think is on your list because this is the other my other go to, and it's similarly priced, and it's just as delicious, and it's for sure not a like typical theme park food item, or at least not what I think people still expect there to be at Disney. It is the shrimp tacos, and oh. um, I'm always I don't know about you or anyone else out there, but. Sometimes I'm a little hesitant to get seafood-related items in a place that is called quick service just because, like, I don't know. I know there's more food-related illnesses <laughs> associated right. with, with seafood. However, um, their shrimp tacos are really good. So you get three of them, which is good. So they're twelve ninety nine, so it's 50 cents more mm-hmm. than the sandwich. But the um, shrimp tacos are sautéed shrimp on flour tortillas topped with tortillas i know i was like tortillas with, yeah <laughs> i said it like that okay. tortillas topped with uh, cabbage slaw chipotle mayo mango salsa served with mexican rice and black beans topped with queso fresco and they're just really good yeah and filling and you get three of them so i i also would recommend shrimp tacos at abc commissary get your shrimp tacos okay 
I am also at the ABC Commissary. And I'm going to go a little bit healthier there, but it is very filling. So it is the Mediterranean salad with chicken. It's marinated chicken served over mixed greens with tomato, cucumber, pepperoncini, kalamata olives, and feta tossed in a Mediterranean vinaigrette. And it's served also with hummus and grilled flatbread. So if you want to go on the little bit healthier route, it's, I mean, it's a pretty filling meal. I like that they add the hummus and flatbread, a little yeah, extra protein there touch. on the side. And it's only $11. It's $11.99. So for 12 bucks, you can't beat it. Um, no. And not that like a lot of people are trying to eat healthy at Disney. It's just really hard <laughs> to do that. But this is one of those places where you can actually get like a filling, tasteful, you know, healthier meal. So the Mediterranean yes. salad with chicken. I think they do a version of it without the chicken. Um, yes, it's they called, do. It's called something else, but that's the main thing over there. So it's still the Mediterranean salad. It just just doesn't have uh, chicken in it. Yeah, I mean, there's because there's not a ton of places like for lunch. I would say that you're gonna get tasteful food mm. at a good price. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if you want chicken fingers or a burger, there's a lot of places you can go for that. But that's why we kind of wanted. I'd like to do something different there. And one, um, actually two things I want to mention about ABC Commissary that will continue your value here is their drink station. So there, this is not unique to this location here in this park, but for sure at most of the quick service locations in the other parks, um, you're not able to get like refills as easily. So at the commissary, you can just bring your cup right back up. There's no chip involved, right? It's not yeah. like it's a one-time use thing. So if you pay for a soda or a soft drink of some kind, um, you could continue to fill it up. And maybe if you have a water bottle with you, you just, you know, don't put your own personal bottle up to the thing. Use the cup and transfer. But just FYI, um, the drink station there is available to use. And you also get to be a little extra lazy at ABC Commissary because you are you are instructed to leave your tray and dishes on your table. They do not want you cleaning up after yourself. So as you sit down at the table, you'll notice, one, every table has its own individual napkin dispenser, which is invaluable because as someone who is very sloppy i often am getting food all over the place and i never grab enough napkins so the boom they're right there at the table for you but on the napkin holder it says please leave your trays and dishes on the table yeah so when you're done and this cast member is always like kind of circling around to you know to see if you're getting ready to leave and then as you're like kind of packing up your your tray and like they see you're done they'll come over and they'll they'll take it from you or you can just leave and then they'll come up from behind you and you know after you leave and they'll take they'll take your tray off the uh off the table and clean it and that's honestly, it's really nice. Yeah. Especially if you're traveling with a big group, or if you got kids and stuff, right? Like, it's one less thing you have to worry about. Don't leave it a mess, but they'll right. they will come and clean the clean the table off for they'll you. They'll come help you. So, ABC yes. Commissaries, where it's at. Yeah, I like it. All right, are you ready for dinner? I was curious what you picked because I feel like I was like, I, 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 it was really hard for me to pick a dinner. So. Okay. Just because I just don't feel like there's a ton of good options. My only other go-to dish in all of Hollywood studios is at the world-famous Backlot Express, baby. So listen. I almost um, did the Backlot Express. I almost (laughs) did it, and I was like, I don't, Greg's probably going to do this. I don't know. I'm going to go a different route, so. I love the Backlot Express. I say bring on the dusty props and that fake water sink in the back (laughs) left-hand corner and the thing. If if it's been a while since you've been to the Backlot Express or if you've been and you're like, why would anyone eat there? The the food is weird and the... uh, the ambiance mm-hmm. is even weirder. You're not necessarily wrong about about the scenery in there, right? Because like it's it's meant to be, well, it's in the name. It's a backlot, mm-hmm. right? So um, 
there's like old props hanging from the ceiling. Which, there's like, like an old when you think of a back lot, like it's like, oh yeah, we put That's that in the, the back lot. It's just in the back lot. Where's that whatever property? It's in the back lot. Like it's supposed yes. to be the weird place that all the random yes. things are. And bef- before I even tell you what my what my dish is here, I just want to encourage you to walk around inside the back lot. Okay, so as you enter the restaurant, and you're, if you're on the same level as the registers, because there's a ramp up to like a second level. Mm-hmm. If you're on the same level as the registers, if you're not going to sit there, at least go walk around to the left near like if you go towards the condiment station and then go right into that room because that is the room that has the most props. That has the fake the fake water in the sink, right? Because that's like where yeah. employees would wash their hands, I guess. And um, there's an old like clock in clock, like an old punch where you used to like back in the day, right? I don't know, this is way before my time as an employee anywhere, but you'd take your paper out of the slip, yeah. put it in the machine and it punches and you put it back. There's a bunch of fake... Time, time like, cards. Time cards there, yeah. And at some point, they got creative to put fake celebrity names on there. Well, celebrity names, but like it'll be like A. Schwarzenegger, right? Like, yeah. It's obviously Arnold, but it could not be because it, didn't, it doesn't say Arnold. Right. So it'll be like first initial and last name. And uh, just like small things to look at, right? And they have like old notices like that you would find if it were an actual operating studio. They have things hanging from the ceiling. They have this other little corner where it looks like a booth, and they have just just all kinds of stuff in there that often are alluding to like kind of subtly and in a very obscure way uh alluding to different movies and things so like or could they could be alluding to it it's like really really vague um so definitely just it's really strange don't get me wrong and then if you go on the other side so if you're looking at the registers and you go up the ramp they just have like these weird like I don't know if they're marble. I don't know what material they are, but like these busts or statues. There's there's a big giant horse back there. Like I'm telling you, it's it's wild. Um, it it deserves some time around. You can also eat outside, and then there's this little like hut, if you will, that has a bunch of paint cans. So there's like paint stains, like you know when you put a paint yeah. can down, it leaves like a circle. There's like that. Like again, very weird, and you might not think, well, I don't want to go pay and and eat among amongst all this like movie garbage but i don't know why i love it i think it's the coolest thing to me it is the closest thing at hollywood studios to old school mgm studios right like because the back lot is still the back lot yeah i think you could uh you need to write up your own scavenger hunt in this place what a great freaking idea i feel like you totally could because you're you always talk about all the stuff in there and i'm like I need you to come up with your own scavenger hunt for people okay. to find. That would be really the fun. The That Park Life Podcast, yeah. Backlot Express scavenger, scavenger hunt. And oh if you God. find all the things and tell us where they are, we'll send you a sticker. I'll give you a prize. We'll send you a sticker or something. I'll send you a photo of me in the boudoir. <laughs> so that's what you have to look forward Maybe to. Maybe people won't be doing it then. <laughs> no. And they'll ruin their appetite, and which is good because then there'll be no one there eating and then there'll be more room for me. Okay. So my dish over at the illustrious Backlot Express mm-hmm. Um, in Hollywood Studios. Also, one quick thing. I'm going to keep gushing. I about know. Oh, my gosh. Stuff. Okay, everybody. <laughs> just everyone has to deal with it. One thing else I like about it is if you sit in the um, in the second area I was talking about, where if you go up the ramp or if you're outside, that's the end of the parade route. Mm. So when they do the cavalcades, you'll be just sitting there eating your whatever you're yeah. going to get. And, uh, and you just get to watch the cavalcade go by. There so it's go. actually like really well positioned right there. I really hope they don't, they don't okay. close this place because you might have a riot. Yes. Just Greg. It's only riot. Greg. He's like chained himself to the door and he's not letting them change it. Anyways. No. All right. Tell us okay. about your dish. My meal mm-hmm. over at the Backlot Express is the Southwest salad with chicken. Mm. So uh, here we are eating chicken again, but you know what? It's salad. usually what I eat. Yeah. So it's mixed greens, tortilla strips, 
black bean corn relish, avocado, cherry tomatoes with a vinaigrette dressing, mm-hmm. which is green. Um, I will tell you, it's a lot of salad. Sometimes when I, you know, if someone's just telling me about a salad or often when I'm telling people to try this, I'm like, oh, it's not going to be enough. This is enough. Yeah. I'm sure you felt the same way about your Mediterranean salad because of the other accoutrement. Mm-hmm. But for this, it's just like, it's a lot of salad. Um, it's grilled chicken. It's not crispy chicken. I like to point that out because, you know, you're adding on a bunch of extra fat and calories. If it's deep fried, it's not. It's grilled chicken. Yeah. And uh, I often get the dressing on the side. Generally speaking, if there's an option for a dressing on the side with a salad, really anywhere, I usually do it just because I like to be in control as to how much it's doused with sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't really, I don't, I don't know. But um, sometimes I'm not always in the mood for the dressing that comes with it. So I get it on the side and if I am, I'll eat it. If not, on the condiment counter, they have the little uh, cups of the Ken's Ranch dressing, which is like what I would eat anyway. Yeah. So I get yeah. to have a little bit of both. Sometimes I'm in the mood for the vinaigrette. Sometimes I'm in the mood for the ranch. So you can switch it up there. Sometimes a little bit and, of uh, Yes. Honestly, I've had half with it and half yeah. without it. And um, it also is just, if you take out their tortilla strips, it's gluten-free. So Nicole gets this dish all of the time as well. And she raves about it. It's her favorite, probably her favorite dish at at um, Hollywood Studios. Although a close second is that chicken sandwich you get from the commissary, which also is a gluten-free version. So yeah. um, we really do. We've really been enjoying the food there at Hollywood Studios Quick Service. So this... Southwest salad with chicken is eleven twenty nine plus tax. Yeah, we're still. So I would say not. That's truly not bad for yeah. a full. What I consider to be a full meal right there for twelve now, again, bucks. Because I, I feel like you're gonna it, if but... you go get a burger somewhere, they're like it's like fifteen dollars for a burger and fries. Yeah, but you can get a big well, salad for like twelve. Yes, incidentally, they do have a backlot burger at the backlot. Yeah, which is fourteen dollars and change. Okay. I don't know if anyone's seen it on the menu before, but it's but... probably like ginormous and stacked with a bunch of stuff. It does have stuff. If you're, if you're wondering, it's under 15, so it's still mentionable mm-hmm. for this go-to budget meal. I haven't had it, so this does not come with the Greg stamp of approval here. But it is a third-pound Angus beef burger topped with barbecue pork, pepper jack cheese, lettuce, tomato pickles, served with carrot sticks or french fries. Topped so with barbecue burger. pork. Yeah. Like yeah, you get You're pork getting all the protein burger. there. And yes. cheese, right? Was there cheese on it? Um, uh, pepper jack cheese. Yeah. So if you need to like pack the protein in. Yes. That's your go-to. Okay, cool. All right. I'm going to do my dinner over at the Baseline Tap House. Oh, with that baby making music. So, yeah, baby making music. I went with the California cheese and charcuterie plate. Ooh. And here's where I kind of wanted to add. This is like a twofer. So I think you should get the California cheese and charcuterie plate and then also get the Bavarian pretzel with beer cheese. Because the cheese plate's $10. Okay. The Bavarian pretzel with beer cheese, fondue, and spicy mustard, both, is only $9. So for like less than $10 each, mm. two people can eat off of this. So mine's yeah. more of oh, like yeah, a definitely. shared a shared meal. And the charcuterie plate is Toma Farmstead cheese, Point Reyes original blue cheese, Lara Chanel's Sonoma goat cheese, chorizo, oh. and calabrese, calabrese salami. I don't know how you say calabrese. that. Calabrese. Calabrese salami. Uh, cornicons, corn, cornichon, cornichon, sure, cornichon, and uh, grapes, and then toasted baguettes. And for ten dollars, that's a good price for a charcuterie plate. So, um, I mean, obviously, if you want to go to the tap house and get a beer or something, that's going to be extra. But food wise, yeah. uh, getting the charcuterie plate and then the pretzel, which is a very large pretzel, and then you get beer cheese and spicy mustard. Which, who doesn't love beer cheese? I mean, some people don't, but I love a good beer cheese. So I think those are two kind of filling things 
for yeah. less, you know, it's $19 total. So, I mean, I like beer cheese on the way in. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, Who doesn't? Beer cheese is good. Yes. Uh, and mustard. I mean, some people don't want that. So they get, you know, you get the spicy mustard too, but I think that's pretty good. It's just something different. And if you've had some other meals during the day, maybe that are a little bit heavier and you don't, you know, you want something a little bit lighter, Absolutely, like you're yes. still going to get a ton of food, but it's just not going to be like a slice of chicken or, you know, like a burger. Well, if you really want to um, amp this experience mm-hmm. up first, before you get there, you buy your trash can cover from fine dining mouse co mm-hmm. get your charcuterie board and go eat it on top of a garbage right? can right there get your little uh your little candle holder too your candlestick that goes with it oh my goodness um and yeah great ambiance over there i love the string i mean i love a good string light you know any <laughs> light that strings over like the top of yes. me i'm like i'm all for it doesn't matter where it is i want to sit there so um, yeah it has like that outdoor patio mm-hmm. like gastropub yeah outdoor um alfresco experience right like that and it definitely has its own little vibe over there it is really nice yeah and it was covered on our yeah on our was that last week's episode or the week before two weeks ago two with weeks Kristen, ago. Yeah. uh right down main street yeah this was one of her must like must do's and i yes. i agree Big so fan was, of the, now the i have an tacos. honorable mention for a dessert oh, can we talk about okay this? um this is at the it's usually at the 50s primetime cafe but you okay. can go to the Tune In Lounge. Oh, I know where you're going. And with you can this. go to the bar, and you can get sure you can. a peanut butter and jelly milkshake. Now, tell me about it because I still haven't tried this. Yes, the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. It is nine dollars, but okay. it's one of those things like uh, uh, bread pudding at Ohana, where you don't have to go to Ohana. You can get it at the bar next door. Yes. Same thing with Fifties Prime Time. So you don't have to go to Fifties Prime Time. You can go to uh, the Tune In Lounge, which is attached to it. And it's not on the menu there, but you can ask for it. I was going to say, it's not on the it's menu. It's not on the menu, but you can ask for it at the bar, and they'll go they'll go get it for you. Interesting. So, highly recommend that as either just a snack, like pop in and get that as a snack, or um, get it as a dessert, and you can share it. I mean, it's $9. It's a little bit pricey, but it's super good. If you're like a milkshake ice cream kind of person, I highly recommend it. It really does taste like a peanut butter and jelly like sandwich super weird still, it's super weird i still haven't tried it yeah and it just there's not even a description on the app it's just, yeah, it's just it's peanut butter and jelly milkshake yeah. it's exactly it is what it is basically uh, yeah. kind of like how they have like root beer coke float like everybody knows what that is it's just a milkshake yep. and it tastes like peanut butter and jelly i don't know what all they blend it with but i highly recommend it and you can get that okay. at the tune in lounge might have to try that out mm-hmm. um i do want to mention how i recognize that the mouselets are going to be upset with their list because pizza rizzo didn't make it on there <laughs> and that's like their favorite i thing. thought you might pull that and... one out i was like i know he likes that place so i don't know if he's going to do that or not so no you know i don't want to create enemies here but i will nor do i like to tell people that they're wrong because opinions are opinions yeah. and your tastes are your tastes but i would like to go on record of saying pizza rizzo is not great sorry mouselet one and two but here's the thing <laughs> Um, I really like the atmosphere on the second level up there, right? Like their Italian wedding room up there, whatever you want to call it, yeah. the banquet room. Yeah. I think is awesome. They love that place. Um, but it's it's frozen pizza. I know. Right? I mean, I've never that. met a pizza I didn't like, really. Now, some of them, obviously, uh, my my insides don't like. Uh, yes. Like Little Caesars. I just can't do Little Caesars. It tears me up yeah. every single time. I mean, I'm not going to be mad. It's pizza. Pizza's pizza. I feel like if you grew up eating uh lunchroom pizza like cafeteria pizza Ooh, like elio's pizza like pretty much anything is good yeah. to you because that is the worst of the worst <laughs> so <laughs> i just i love pizza no matter what i'm sure it's good okay. because it's it's i feel like it is kind of hard to mess up pizza it is but you it know is. you need it to be a little bit exceptional i guess in certain certain places so i won't hate them yes. for that but 
Okay, Speaking fine. of the mouselets, should we go ahead and do some history? We're doing it. My goodness. Do you have your soundbite yeah. ready? Did I just yeah, totally fluster you? It's totally fine. All right. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> All right. Like we mentioned, some history brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets, themouselets.com, or on Instagram, at The Mouselets. Same thing on TikTok for all their fun stuff, merchandise, and very educational TikToks. Except when they're telling you about how great Pizza Rizzo is. That's not educational. That's propaganda. That's right. Okay. So, um, I'll take us to the year 2016, when the Lady Tremaine meet and greet at Magic Kingdom closed. Yeah. (laughs) Now, this is kind of top of mind because there is a TikToker who previously was friends with Lady Tremaine. Mm-hmm. And uh, po- I don't know if you've seen her. Um, she posts a lot about it. Was she also, and... Wasn't she also friends with Corella DeVille? I think so, okay. yes. And, and a few others. And she's been featured in like other like news articles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, whether or not you, she tends to have controversial, for whatever reason, yeah. people seem to have a problem with what she's saying. Yeah. But regardless of all of that, um, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. There was a meet and greet for Lady Tremaine back behind Cinderella Castle um, up until 2016. And it was one of the few villain meet and greets mm-hmm. at the time because, as you know, there are plenty of opportunity. Um, they're called character sightings now, but to meet the characters, but it was rare that you were able to meet a villain. villain that's outside of the Tremaine. Halloween time, like Halloween parties yeah. and stuff like that. Or, I mean, they used to have a like a villain kind of thing at, um, I want to say at the Grand Floridian, or Lady Tremaine was definitely mm-hmm. involved in the one of the character dining experiences at, at uh, Grand Floridian, but this was an in-park meet and greet, so it was yeah. a unique thing. I'm wondering how many people like really wanted to meet her, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Because well, that kind of villain was like, she wasn't even like a fun, like, I don't know. Correct. Yeah, I get like, what you're saying. You yeah, hated it's her. It's hard to get behind her. <laughs> yes, it's hard to get it. behind her. Not yeah. a lot of redeeming qualities there. No. But maybe that's why they got rid of it, so. All right, I'm taking us all the way back to 2003. I felt like there was not a lot of fun history stuff this week, if you will. Okay. Uh, it was a lot of like, this actress was born this week. You know how that is. Yeah. But 2003, it was reported that baggage searches at Walt Disney World Parks, which began after September 11, 2001, were going to continue for a very long time. Mm. And I, in my brain, I brought this up because in my brain, there had always been baggage checks. Mm. And I didn't realize that it really wasn't until... Until 9 11. Yeah, until yeah. 9 11 that they started doing that. So, and then I guess, you know, everyone thought, oh, they'll be doing this for a while and then it will go away. And here we are and it has not gone it's away. It's gotten more intense. Yeah, yeah, but it's really not that intense. Um, I mean, I feel like we've backed down a little bit just because of COVID. So they're like, just walk through this metal detector. And well, the reason I say more intense, I get, I should really say more complete because now everywhere, like Disney yeah. Springs also is a baggage yeah. check where that was not a thing. Yeah. That until that was a that I don't know if it was because of the pandemic, but it happened when it reopened. They did the bag check and temperature check, which was not not a thing prior to the pandemic. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that that really didn't start until the 2000s. I thought it was in my brain. I just thought it was always something. So, yeah, nope. I will. As a matter of balance here, because of my journalistic integrity, I want I I believe in balance. There you go. I will say the security at Disneyland is subpar because they don't have just the walkthrough. You still have to like open up your bag yeah. and they, they visually inspect every compartment and we're spoiled now because at Magic Kingdom or any park, sorry, here at Disney, you just, you walk, walk through, through unless you have something gigantic with your, yeah, um, like a bottle of what, like the metal bottles and stuff or whatever. But generally you just get to, for the most part, you just get to walk through and that's it. Like it takes yeah. 
It's really it no, feels weird no when you do it down. for the first time after like when you've gone so many times and you have to stop yes. and take everything out of your bag. You almost feel like you're doing something wrong. Yes. Like I remember walking through it and kind of looking around and people are looking at me and I'm like, like uh... OK, well, don't look suspicious, Beth. Keep walking. Like, <laughs> it just felt weird. Like I'm waiting for someone to be like, OK, come this way, ma'am. I need to scan you or whatever. But yes. OK, it is what it is. All right. You got some news right. nugs? I do. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Two quick little nugs. After our episode came out last week, Disney just announced like a flurry of things, one after the other. I think all on the same day. So sometimes I feel like a news nuggets is more of a in case you missed it. So in case you missed it, um, we posted on our story too that within the My Disney Experience app, you can now name a specific cast member when you're submitting a cast compliment, which is such an improvement because before. We tried to give a cast compliment to someone at Cosmic Rays, and we were able to put in quick service dining in Tomorrowland. That's as specific as we were able yeah. to get. Couldn't even say Cosmic Rays and, like, the guy's name. Right. So now you still are able to choose those things like quick service and Tomorrowland, but now you can put, if you know the cast member's name, their home location, you know, the, the nice. town they have on their name tag, yeah. and then also what date it was, so they were able to narrow it down. You are not able to put in a custom note toward them. You still have to choose from a drop-down oh. list of things they did for you. Okay. But still, the fact that it goes to a specific person is just so much better um, for for the cast because it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to receive them. Yeah. It is nice to for their leaders to see it. Like it's all around great um, for encouraging them and everything else. Uh, also. Disney announced that the Disney Vacation Club Moonlight Magic events are returning, yeah, which is I thought that was a good sign. Awesome, awesome, awesome news. Mm-hmm. These are the free after hours events exclusively for DVC members. A um you may remember them from previous years. Mm-hmm. We haven't had one since twenty well, I guess early twenty twenty. Was that the one first was that the thing be... we did in uh Animal Kingdom? Wasn't that a Moonlight Magic event? Where Doug and did I, I came? Did I get you into that? Yeah. I, I'm sure I did. It was where we ate Santuli uh, Canteen for the first time. Do you remember that night? You had you couldn't <laughs> stay you couldn't stay with us the whole time, but I think it was a Moonlight I Magic. Probably at work. Probably, yeah, because okay. they were they at night. Chances are if I went with you to Santuli Canteen because I'm a little cheap and it's a little expensive, mm-hmm. it probably was free. So, yeah. So, back in the day, we don't necessarily know all the details of the events now, but you used to get a voucher for a free meal. Um, we don't know how it's going to be, but our first event is in March in Epcot and then uh, followed by Hollywood Studios in different dates in May and July, yeah. three dates, and then three dates in Animal Kingdom, July through September. Mickey bars galore. Um, you get all the yeah, Mickey they bars were or the Mickey fruit bars, bars, which is nice. Or the fruit bars. Yep. They used to be free Mickey bars. I don't know if there was popcorn and beverages. I think those were the paid after hours events, but for sure yeah. the ice cream, yeah. um, the, the free premium bars was great. And uh, there's usually different character sightings. Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom in the past has had fireworks, although they didn't announce an event at Magic Kingdom, nor did they announce any West Coast events. So, I mean, it's February. There's still time. Yeah. We're potentially awaiting uh, more dates, but we shall see. But I'm excited because I know as a member myself and uh, knowing a bunch of DVC members, everyone is excited about these events. Hopefully your trip lines up with one of these events or if you're locally, you're able to get in because registration starts the day after this episode airs uh, or releases for the very first uh, one in Epcot in March. Sweet. Shout out to Stephanie over at World Traveler Trading Co. Um, I know we we gave some some random attention to uh, mm-hmm. Fine Dining uh, Disney yeah. Co. and their table covers, but not to forget our very own Stephanie at World Traveler Trading Co. with her Disney-themed and macrame key fobs. 
dog collars, ear holders, Mickey head, yeah, ear holders, Mickey Mouse key rings, Chapstick all the good holders stuff. for your lip balm and your crusty crust. Yes, all of that stuff available at her Etsy store, to which you can find a link in our show notes. And of course, if you want to save some money, you can use our discount code that park life. Yeah. Always available for you to use. As always, I have a quote to end our episode. But before that, if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there, or whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast. You can head over to our website for a couple of things. You can uh, submit for a magic mail, so if you want to send some pixie dust, maybe to someone you know that isn't able to get to the parks right now, it is free for you to ask and free for them to get it. So it's free for everybody. You can also submit a guest if you want uh, us to interview them or submit a topic idea. And coming soon to Instagram and to our uh, website is a uh, Ask Us Something. Ask, ask Us, us Anything. Yeah, Ask Us Anything. We haven't named submit... it yet. We're going to come up with a cool name, I promise. Yeah, some type of like Disney Q&A because, you know, Beth and I get yeah. uh, messages from you all and often be like, hey, I'm going on this date, you know, can I have some advice about this or I'm debating between these two resorts mm-hmm. or whatever, those types of questions. And I'm sure you're not alone when you ask that question. So if you wind up asking that, we may be sharing it anyway. But if you want to submit that type of question, uh, let us know and we're happy to answer it as best we can. Yeah. And that'll be through our Instagram, maybe, or our website. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Our Instagram is at that Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at the Disney Greg. And I am at the real Beth McDonald. All right. A quote for you all. I figured, hey, we're talking about Hollywood studios. So let's do a quote from Star Wars. Now, here's the thing. I haven't actually seen this movie. It is the last Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm waiting for, The Rise of Skywalker. But uh, Princess Leia said to Rey... In Rise of the Skywalker, never be afraid of who you are. Mm. Good one. That is a good one. All right, everybody. That's all for us for this week. We'll see you next week with a resort rundown of the Boardwalk Resort. Sweet. Within walking distance to Hollywood Studios. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.